Yeah. Your mental matters, mental matters. Your mental matters, mental matters. Your mental matters, mental matters. Your mental matters, mental matters, yo. Your mental matters ain't a simple pattern. We need to have a central chatter. Food for thought, grab a platter. My mental ain't for rental. I'm essential, man, it's simple. I'm a ripple in the rift, though. I don't wanna sick my ship, so. Gotta know your mental. Black life is hard, I don't resent, though. Feelings really real, we should present those. Talk about it, you should know your mental matters. Your mental matters, mental matters, yeah. What up, though? Finally. Finally, <laughs> synchronization on Zoom. Mm-hmm. Everybody <sighs> likes Zoom, Zoom, Zoom. <laughs> we in the club, right? <laughs> I'm having fun today. All right. <laughs> so we in this thing like Zoom. All right, got it. So uh, welcome back to the Mental Matters Podcast. Uh, all mm-hmm. things black culture, mental health, manhood, and jerk chicken. And I pray to chicken. God I get some soon. Um, Rich is here. Jarrell is here. Jarrell, what up, though, man? I'm doing all right. It's uh, doing as best as I can uh, throughout the whole quarantine. Last week, I wasn't feeling it. You let me, you let me know that uh, if I'm ever not feeling it, that's when I'm still supposed to reach out, you know. I had to let you know. I was like, my dog, what do you, wait, what? Like, so first and foremost, um, just for full transparency here, um, ecosystems only work when it goes both ways. And I was about to pull up on blank, blank street and let this dude (laughs) know about his entire life because I'm like, what the hell? Mm -hmm. Like, we are already in the pandemic. You can't be yeah. a pandemic and then ghost me. Like, that's – I I got your wife's phone number. I'll call her. Yeah, that probably would have – that probably would have worked, too. I know. She would have been like, you better call. And I would have been like, okay. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I'm uh, doing better. It was, it was just a lot last week with, like, getting new projects at work and, you know, just, like, trying to like find my foot in and stuff at work like my week was difficult for that but this week is uh is better i've been more out front with the issues and with the planning and stuff so that makes it better like i hate going through that process of saying like i don't know what this is supposed to look like as a finished product because i i don't know i just always felt like that makes you look incompetent sometimes but then going through the process is like tough because i'm just like yeah, yeah, yeah. Brainstorm, brainstorm. And then after I come out of the meeting, it makes sense. So I feel better this week after being out in front of a lot of stuff. But yeah, how have you been? Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I have been forced to take this thing day by day. Um, I do not like working from home. I feel like my house is tainted with work. But again, I just have to remain one faithful that this is all going to work out in the end. But then two, I have to be grateful because there are people that don't have the same opportunities as me. So I have to really check myself at times. Um, But one of the things I was reminded of last night was that it's okay to feel exactly how you feel. 
this is not necessarily the time where you are to, you know, live your best life or have a golden idea or moment or whatever. If you do, great, but you're not supposed to be, you know, operating at your, like, your peak efficiency right now. It's okay to, you know, just take it moment by moment. Live in the moment. Stay healthy. Drink your water. Drink your tea. In fact, let me grab this real quick. Uh, yeah, we're going we to just grab the tea real quick. <laughs> Literally. Hold on, wait. Actually, no, this is pomegranate. Okay. We in there. Um, oh, you know, bougie. Uh, um, but all in all, I'm just reminded, and this is just a reminder for anybody that may be feeling the highs and lows. Like, it's, well, you know, it's, this is some, like, we're in the middle of a pandemic. Mm-hmm. We, Hopefully, we don't have an opportunity to say this again in our lifetimes, and I hope we live a long life. But we're in the middle of a pandemic. There has been spikes of people passing away because of a virus that we can't even see or don't know where it is at any moment. Um, Thank God we're at a place right now where it's controlled, but you're, you're supposed to feel exactly how you're supposed to feel right now. So to those of you all who have have lost loved ones or people have been sick or are sick. Um, if you're going through it physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, whatever it may be, just know that you're not alone. Um, the beautiful thing about this episode is that it is basically the kickoff to um, Mental Health Awareness Month. And so every year we try to celebrate by just sharing tidbits and facts and information about what mental health is all about. Again, we're not experts by any means of the nature. But we do strongly believe that with a stronger mental, like you can live your best life. So with that being said, and since we're trying to erase the stigma behind, you know, black men, our experiences and always and foremost, trying to find the next closest way to get jerk chicken. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like that is that's our ultimate goal. And I am proud to say that this is officially year three. We are going into year three of this podcast journey, bro. Like different No, it don't. Like so many different people that's kind of just joined the wave and you know, supported us, shared posts, like, subscribed, shared an mm-hmm. episode, shared with their friends and their friends, and just it's overwhelming. Like, you know, at times it's like we really legit built this in a corner of a Panera. Mm-hmm. This is not a shameless plug to <laughs> Panera. But, like, this is literally how we started this whole journey almost, like, just over two years ago. And, you know, I feel like we just have to keep it going. It may sound like the audios went backwards. That's because we're in the middle of a damn pandemic and we recording <laughs> on Zoom. But uh, we do this because we love you guys and we want to keep it coming. So. Um, with that being known and black, I said, we have been through a lot the last couple of weeks. <clears throat> Jarrell got hair now. <laughs> got a whole beard. Looking got a like... whole beard. <laughs> looking like uh, Uncle Somebody. 
Yeah. Yeah, on that you like look like uh what's his name? Officer Otis off of Martin. He's gonna be all bunched up together. Uh, <laughs> you look like somebody named Cletus. Like <laughs> <laughs> But nah, um it'll be a year that I've been locked up. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean because of COVID nineteen, I literally mean my hair. Mm-hmm. Um so I mean Different things are happening. I'm just along for the journey. So we're going to keep this ball rolling. And this is the 47th episode of this podcast. It is 47, right? Did I make that up? No, it's 47. Okay, good. We're almost at 50. 50! Yep. (laughs) So, um, yeah. With that being said, latest and greatest has been going on. Have you been watching The Last Dance? I have. I've enjoyed it thoroughly. Yes, that is the only sports we get in the <laughs> foreseeable future. Um, so, I've been like a kid, like watching, like a kid on Christmas, watching that, that uh, documentary. Um, you know, Gabrielle just sit with me and watch it. She's like, oh, we got to watch the next episode, we got to watch the next episode. And I'm just sitting there, like, basically narrating stuff as it happens because I've been watching, like, NBA TV and NBA's greatest game since I was, like, 10 years old. So oh, I already know, like, the outcome of, like, every series, like, Anytime they show on a highlight, I'm like, oh, this is how you dunk it, or you know, this is how you reversed it, or this is how you switched hands on it, or you know, like they showed the uh, Phoenix series this past a couple of episodes from '93. Yeah. I'm like, you about to kick it off the pack and watch. <laughs> and she's just like, why do you know this stuff? And I'm like, I literally thought I was gonna make the league, but I fell in love with Honey Buns, so it didn't happen. <laughs> you said you fell in love with Honey Buns? <laughs> yes, yes, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Oh, Jerome. Yep. But yeah, I've been enjoying uh, The Last Dance. It's just, uh, I don't know. It's, it's just amazing to see like somebody say like what they're going to do and then they do it like in yeah. sports. That's, that's crazy. I just think it was beautiful how it was very transparent. Now, granted, I'm not going to say Michael Jerome was the best person in the world. Like, mm-hmm. as many people alluded to, if you never knew anything about Michael Jordan, he was and still is an asshole. Like, let's just yeah. call it what it is. <laughs> but, one, he was the best basketball player of the 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, if not debatable, like, the best of, you know, in NBA history. Um, but to that point, I always do mention that you need to say great at what exactly. Um I do believe he's probably one of the best takeover players of all time. Um, he didn't necessarily have to dominate with his scoring <laughs> to win the game. And that's something he learned over time. But the best part about the documentary that I've seen is that he really channeled in, it really kind of showed what fame and fortune can do. Like mm-hmm. you noticed in some of the interviews, how it was like microphones all around his neck. And it was like he was kind of trapped. And so to me, that just really displayed that, you know, just even as a black as a black man, like even if you have all the fame and fortune in the world, um, you can still be stressed out. And that's exactly what Jarl went through at the time. So um, I'm all for it. I can't wait for the next um, two episodes on Sunday. Um, But. I'm definitely probably going to go back and watch them from 1 to 10 again, you know, because I'm a binger like that. (laughs) But uh, 
you know, you know she brought up was important because like like you said, um, the one part that they showed this past weekend was when he was in the hotel room, he opened the door and he was like, Oh, y'all again. Yeah. He used to like lay on the couch like I'm ready for all this to be over, like all of the cameras, all of the they show where he had to like wake up, go to practice, be escorted by police from practice to the bus, from the bus to the hotel, escorted by police because so many people out there waiting for him. So here we go there, Nike shoes, interviews, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And then after the game, he can't like go shower. He has to do post interviews. He has to sign more autographs pre and post game, and meet celebrities and all these other people who pay thousands of dollars to see him. So yeah, that was that was a really good like five to six minute part of the entire like episode on Sunday where they just went through his daily like like social craziness that he has to deal with just because how great he was and what he did. Right. So. I mean that, and then the best way for him to escape basketball at the time was literally him going to the golf course with his team, or or other people, or you know the whole what was that? He went to Atlantic City and all the other crazy stuff, and it was just like it be like that sometimes like I, <laughs> you, you really have to find that thing that you do to escape the normals of your day. And I think that's mm-hmm. important because even, you know, me with not being Michael Jordan, obviously, um, cause again, chili cheese fries is just too amazing for me. Uh, <laughs> squeeze cheese, not sliced. That's just how it was. And hot sauce. Anyway. Um, <clears throat> It was important for me to find an outlet. And for me, I was thankful that I had learned how to bowl better. And that, for me, that was my activity. It was like, I need to do something to get away from the norms of society these days. Um, and which I know we're going to dive into in a little bit. But um, it, it's just very, very important that you have an activity that you go to to when your work day is too stressful or school is kicking your ass or, you know, anything of that nature. Like, you know, you need to get out the house. If you're a extrovert like me, you really want to get out the house right now. Um, It's very important to make sure you have that activity or thing that you can do to ultimately free yourself of social norms and the news and things of that nature. So, um, but overall, I'm loving the documentary, loving all that thing is, kind of displaying it's a display of sports right now, which I love that too. It's way better than that damn bingo. I mean, I want that horse tournament and that 2K tournament because that was <laughs> trash. This <Yeah. laughs> is my humble opinion. Um, but yeah, so I'm sad that it's going to end, but it, we, I'm on for the ride. So with that being said, so other than that, I have caught up on All-American I'm mad I caught up on that too. Now I'm rewatching yeah. everything because and Insecure is dope too because we've been waiting like almost two years to get Issa back on Insecure. So I haven't seen the, the latest episode of uh, Insecure. That's episode four. So I've seen one, two, three of Insecure. And, uh, oh, you see that one part when oh, I'm playing? I ain't gonna do that shit. <laughs> I watched All American as well. Good show. Um, and I finished Shameless. That was cool. Um, I started watching last night Better Call Saul. I only watched the first episode, though, because I, I love Breaking Bad. 
episode, Better Call Saul is like a prequel, and um, I never watched the episode of it, but I'm going to try to get into it. Mm. Still got to catch up on This Is Us. <laughs> this Is Us, man. All the I'm still on season two, so. <laughs> man, I don't know why I punish myself watching these shows. It's all about the feels, but whatever. Yeah. <sighs> Speaking of the feels, so I want to jump into our topic for this week. Um, <clears throat> lot, the news has been popping. COVID-19 is being a complete B-word. We know that already. Um, I am glad to say that in most, in some places that it's slowing down as far as the rate of people um, being uh, basically counted, if you will, of the cases that are out there amongst our country and amongst the, the world even. Um, in fact, you probably don't want to hear another podcast about COVID-19, so I'm not even going to bore you with the details. But um, just for clarity, it is okay to step away. Um, we're filled with news, some worse than others. And no, I'm not drinking no goddamn Clorox. Um, that guy's stupid. Um, but a lot's been going on. And I know today even news broke about um, a young man from Georgia. Um, and I don't want to butcher his name because I feel like I am, but I think it's Ahmad Avery. Yeah, I think it's, um, I think it's Aubrey. Um, uh, yeah, see, I butchered it. I feel bad. But most importantly, this whole thing is that this young man apparently was jogging, minding his own black ass business, and in true nature, in true form. He was gunned down by two people that were deemed to be white supremacists um, down in Georgia. So first and foremost, rest in peace. I know this happened back in February, according to the news stories and everything. But just to open this thing up, I am so goddamn tired of these hashtags. Um, I know you had a lot to say about it. and I didn't talk about it until I talked to you. So when you heard the news, like, how exactly did you feel? Uh, I think uh, a part of me was kind of just like, like how I've been, like, the last couple of times I heard the news, where it's just like, like, dang, another one. And then I'm just like, all right, like, let me find something to do, and I'll come back and visit on my own time. Um, that's how it kind of was with it. Like, I haven't watched any news reports on it, like, I've been reading everything because I feel like I could read it, like, at my own pace rather than having them reported to me and, like, force-feed me stuff and force-feed me, like, how I'm supposed to feel or the anger that they want me to have about it. Um, so, I mean, like, of course you get angry about it because it's, like, New Year, still black type of thing, you know? Um, supposed to be, like, New Year, New Me, supposed to, you know, elevate, supposed to have new experiences. <clears throat> you have all these new goals you plan and then, like, the same like narrative continues to happen here in America for black people. And uh, I kind of, I kind of try to just unplug from it, but also stay aware of it at the same time. If that makes sense. Yeah. I try not to like, let it like weigh like so heavy on my mind where I don't function because that can't happen. Um, But I try to just like make it palatable as far as like, and take the information 
around it and, and learn about who he was like at my own pace um, rather than just try to like, you know, force you to come up with because I don't think that's healthy. Yeah. Yeah. How about you? Um, I feel, I feel ways if that makes sense. Like I have multiple feels about it. Um, one is never good to see a fellow black man go down. Mm-hmm. Um, especially, you know, being so young. Yeah. Um, I think he was still in his twenties, if not early twenties. Yeah, twenty five. Uh, yeah. So, so that part to me was very, very just, just it was much. Like it was just much. Mm-hmm. Um, the other part of me felt numb, and it's not. You know, I, I don't want to. I don't mean numb to the point where, you know, I I I don't feel sympathy for the families, mm-hmm. or like for you know another black man, or another black person in general. Mm-hmm. But I'm numb to the fact about just bad news, um, about pandemics and, um, you know just bad news in general. Like I'm just numb to the fact, like there have been friends and family of mine that, you know, this pandemic has impacted people. And then just slap on top of that. We have to see another story where we have another case of black lives matter. You know what I'm saying? My most probably the best way to put it. Um, It is tragic. I do feel sad about it. Mm-hmm. But I also feel as if, you know, until I see change, I don't think change is going to happen. Yeah. And, you know, <clears throat> the best way to put it is it's all fun and games until somebody beat your ass. <laughs> like, because I do strongly believe it's going to get to a point where a fellow black person is going to be around that sees it and they gonna retaliate. Mm-hmm. You whoop your ass. And I'm gonna just be sitting there drinking my damn tea like, man. Y'all see that shit? Damn. Yeah. Pulled out a gun on man's and got his ass beat. I don't know who this man is. Never yeah. seen him before in my life. I'm not sorry to this man. Keep the nut. Anyway, um, but no, all in all, I mean, it, I think that it's one of the things we talked about on a previous episode or two is about getting the information that you need and getting out. It's, you know, you, you got to be extremely mentally selfish right now during these times to so get in, get what you need and get out of there. And that's what I've been doing. Um, big up the big Gretch. The homie, the probably one of the only people in leadership outside of the mayor that I listen to, the mayor of Detroit, by the way. Um, our governor for Michigan has literally been dealing with a lot mm-hmm. and literally has been letting her words <laughs> speak volume <laughs> for the people of Michigan, even making. She's the only a- governor. <laughs> Huh? 
I was say she's the only governor that has the O in front of the G. She's the OG governor. <laughs> That's it. Like literally, she's literally got national attention. Um, even on like Saturday Night Live, they made a skit about her a couple weeks and weekends ago. Yeah. And uh, and yes, we do not drink no damn Labats because that shit's trash. Um, but most importantly, um. You know, she's right. You know, we will get through this pandemic in general. We will definitely get through it. Um, unfortunately, there are people that may not survive this pandemic. And that's just the reality we have to live with. The other reality we have to live with is that hugs will be different. Yeah. Handshakes will be different. Will we give dap again? Will we give hugs again? How long will it take? You know? When's that va- when's that vaccine gonna be ready? Can I get first dibs? Can I put it in my drink? Like do something. You know what I'm saying? Like, listen. I'm ready. Like, my God. Um, you know, to date I you know, I've been sick before, like in February or something, but you know, I even had the chance to go get tested and came back negative, which is good. Um, so thank God for that. But we are we it will be a while before we get to what we call normal and um just with that being said uh we we offered the tips before but you know i guess the most important thing to take from any of this discussion is that it's okay to not be okay you know we hear this cliche all the time uh, sometimes she them like up oh, another one and say it's okay, be okay, not be okay. Got it. Keep scrolling. Mm-hmm. But how when you hear that statement, like what's the like, what do you think about when you hear like it's okay to not be okay? Um, it just reminds me that like whatever emotions that I'm going through or however I'm feeling, you know, I'm validated with feeling that way. So it's kind of like comforting here sometimes. Um, that it's okay, then I'll be okay. It's just like, it just reminds you that like you can be so many things to so many people, but at the end of the day, you still, you know, have the right to be human and take care of yourself, take care of your, your mental, take care of your emotions, you know. Um, you're going to be strong for so long until you have to recharge, you know. So that's that's what it reminds me of when I hear that. That's good. Yeah, yeah I mean, I think you hit it on one of those. It's just that we don't hear it enough from our peers. You know, you always hear, it's going to be all right. You know, it's, it's going to be cool. You're going to be all right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah, but I just need a few minutes to sit in this and let it process some more because, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's crazy, you know. Like, another prime example is there are a bunch of graduates right now that are getting their diplomas, getting their degrees, graduating high school, college, getting master's degrees, PhDs. Um, Big ups to one of my favorite people, Kayla, also known as Madam E.P. Low budget. Oh, okay. (laughs) Well, and low budget. (laughs) Um, This semester, she obtained her master's of business administration um, from Wayne State University. Shout out to the class of 2020 and all you people that are about to do amazing things. Um, but especially big up to our homie for securing the bag. And now I can say 
I'm a part of a friend circle that got an MBAs now, so I got an MBA by default. (laughs) 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 But, you know, I I saw some really amazing things, too, and I think that's worth talking about. So between baby showers to uh, graduation drive-bys, if you will, to, you know, being able to walk at your own graduation, like people are having online graduation ceremonies. And um, also another big shout out to the homie uh, known as the opinionated brother, my boy Ty, uh, got his master's in communications, if you will. And so, you know, that dude has been, uh, (laughs) he's been grinding since the moment (laughs) I met that man. And I think he has the right and wrong selections when it comes to, you know, which one must go. Okay. I can get into that because uh-huh. <laughs> I think he's flawed in some of his decisions. <laughs> but if he picks Fruit Loops to stay over any other breakfast food, I think he needs to be demerited of like his opinion <laughs> because period. Yeah. Um, but love that brother. Big ups to you, homie. He had a surprise graduation party I was able to attend, so that was cool. Um so, yeah, I just think that it's important that even in the midst of, you know, pandemics and grieving and, you know, things of that nature, we also got to take time to appreciate what's actually good and going on. You know, our goal checklist may not look the same as it did in January 1st, yeah. but people are still out here getting their goals done and you deserve to be praised for it. So. Um, yes, we started with a lot of down news, but I think that it's now a good time to talk about what is going good and have our first goal check-in. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> just don't spring that on me like that. <laughs> yep. So, for those that don't know, at the beginning of 2020, we decided that we must think smart about our goals. So what does that mean? Ultimately, smart, measurable, attainable, realistic, and time-based goals that you can commit to every single day of some sort. So uh, do you remember your goals from the New Year's when it started? I know my main one that I have in mind. Okay, good. Because... I hate my main goal because it's not happening right now. <laughs> um, but we'll get into that. So for me, who you want to go first? I'll go first. My man. So <laughs> you're, what are, I'm, I think you had at least three goals that you wanted to obtain this year. What What were they? What was your top three? I had to go lose on like seven pounds every month. Um, I was supposed to get my real estate license and also um, save a certain amount of money every month, like adequate savings. Gotcha. Those would be my top three. I had like three or four more, but those would be like the top three. Okay, cool. So, as far as your first one about losing seven pounds per month, how's that going right now? So, right now, <laughs> not good. Oh, no. But, um, 
So like in February, that's when I remember I kept saying like, okay, January, that's like my trial month. That's like my 30 day trial. So mm-hmm. February hit and I gym real hard. Like I was going like five days a week, burning like 600 calories a session. Like I was literally like going to work every morning, leaving work, going home, leaving home at like 10, get to the gym, 10.30 and midnight. Like that was my thing. Like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I didn't do it on Friday. Um, sometimes on Friday, sometimes Saturday morning. So the first month, like all of February, I had lost 11 pounds. And then, like, the gym's closed, what, like, March 16th. So I didn't go that second week of March, um, which would have been, like, the like the 9th or the 13th. So I didn't go that week. So I went the first week of March. And that was the last time I was at the gym. <laughs> the first week of March. Okay. Um, so... I haven't, like, I've worked out probably twice since, like, the whole stay-at-home order, which is not good. Um, yeah. I've worked out, like, the only reason I actually worked out was because my wife turned on a, um, a fitness video on television, and I was working out while she was working out. So she's been doing it, but I just, I don't know, I just haven't found, like, my eye of the tiger since I've been home, like, since the stay-at-home order, I should say. So I've been failing with that one. So basically, the like eleven pounds that I lost, I got them back. Oh no! God damn it! <laughs> <sighs> yeah, when I, last time I weighed myself, I had gained back nine out of eleven. So. Okay. So I guess first and foremost, like one of the biggest struggles that anybody. Any goals that people that that set off for themselves is losing weight. It usually is. Um, And one of the biggest drawbacks is when you gain it back. Because it's not if you gain it back. It's when you gain that shit back. Let's just be real. Um, So one of the things we also mentioned when we were talking about setting your goals and seeing your goals come true in 2020 is adjusting your goals and adjusting your mindset. So you see that we're in a pandemic. We're not really able to, well, we're not able to go to any type of workout facility at all. Um, unless you were athlete and they open facilities back up. Um, to that point though, what have you done to adjust? Cause I know you said you did some workout videos with the, with the wifey. What about from the food part? Besides oh, that spaghetti sandwiches. <laughs> no, so that hasn't, I haven't updated that either. Because we kind of went into like this mode of just like, well, what do the grocery stores have that we can purchase? Rather than trying to like force our, what we should be eating into like what we should be buying. We kind of went the other way of like, what do they have? And then just buy that. Because everybody was buying everything. So we kind of took the wrong route um, as far as nutrition too. I mean, like spaghetti, that's nothing but like ground beef and carbs, all that stuff. So, um, I mean, we when we did like fried foods, like during the pandemic, it's, it's all been air fried. Yeah, um, so, it hasn't been like on the stove top, like how it has been like in 2019, like all my life in the past. So, that's a small victory, but yeah, it's still not up to par with where it should be. I get it. And that's good, though. I mean, you've taken the necessary steps to not go out of control, per se, um, mm-hmm. but still maintain, like, 
toy that seems like a peak happiness when it comes to like what you've been eating. And I think that's one of the key things. So I can share, and I'm proud to say it. So I started this year literally at like, ooh, child, this is ghetto to even say on the air. <laughs> I literally started at like maybe 340 pounds this year. And I was like, how in the entire hell did I gain any of that? Mm-hmm. I'm about to be them dudes I said I never wanted to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, starting in January, you know, I started working out more at least three times a week, going to the YMCA, um, if not doing some stuff at home. So I was doing, like you said, I was doing real good. So about February, March, um, they say typically people tend to fail their New Year's resolution by February. And that didn't happen because I was dedicated. It took a virus to stop me from going to the gym. <laughs> Get that out the damn way. Um, but to that point, the thing I'm great and gracious about is that, you know, I have a significant other in the house as well who said, this is what we going to eat, though. And so I was happy about that because, you know, the biggest function of it is maybe – I would say maybe 70% of the weight loss journey or the fitness journey, if you will, is what you eat. Mm-hmm. And um, so we watch what we eat. We limit our carbons, take, you know, eat more. Just doing a better job of just portion control. I like to call it less eating and more snacking. Um, okay. That kind of helps that whole thing out. And so to that point, we got to the point where I'm literally in my 280s now. And I was like, I went from 280, I mean, from 340-something to 280-something. Hey. (laughs) What, like four months? (laughs) Right, like less than, right, basically like four months. And so um, so we really didn't start going, going until like near the mid to end January. And so Seth made those lifestyle changes, if you will, then to even now where, now granted, I miss – the hell out of some jerk chicken right now. I am literally losing my mind. Um, but at the same time, you know, just, you know, everything in moderation. I think we've had soup at least. We do like the meal prep of having soup like every week. Um, but, you know, just doing more of a more of a conscious effort to just watch what is eaten. I still get my cookies in because I like cookies. Um, you know, but you know, there's a lot more snacks. There's the protein packs. There is, um, you know, the Oscar Mayer joints. You know, just different ways to get the snacks in with more fruits. Um, whenever I feed the dog carrots, I take I eat a carrot. I hate carrots, but I eat one when I get a dog some. So just being more conscious there when it comes to that. Um, one of the other goals I had was to get well to successfully pass my fundamentals of engineering exam by the end of this year. That is looking lesser and lesser like a thing Mm -hmm. because yeah, that online class thing, it was absolutely trash. Hated it. Mm -hmm. It was terrible Um, (laughs) because it's not the fact that I can't learn online. It's just that we really learned right now during these times that of organizations that were not ready for the online movement for technology to work from home, to, you know, 
school from home, things of that nature. Um, in fact, um, a shameless plug to the ladies of YouTube, they recently put out an episode about, you know, like a handbook for learning online. So make sure mm-hmm. you check out that episode. That was dope. But um but to that point, you know, it's yeah, that I was telling one of my good friends a couple of days ago that just because you don't feel like doing something right now all of a sudden isn't fair to what you want to do in life. Because um, at one point in time, you decided that you wanted to do that thing. So don't try to make life-changing decisions in the middle of the pandemic. And I think that was, you know, something I had to follow for myself. So I had to get to like, all right, I'm not going, I'm not going to stop pursuing my PE. A professional engineer's license because, you know, <laughs> basically just staying out here, just kicking everybody ass. <laughs> so, um, to that point, I just want you all to stay motivated, stay on top of your, or for what you actually can, stay on top of your goals. Um, even if you have to adjust them, um, I'm definitely doing like more stretching throughout the day. I might bust out and do some push ups on the stairs and not go front. Not gonna get on the ground and do them, but I will to get the incline in and get my push-ups in on the stairs. I have done it. I swear to goodness. I'll even check in next time I do it. Damn it. But you know, with that, I'm just finding more ways to be active. And actually, the big, the best thing I've been doing is actually trying to walk a mile a day. Um, so I mapped out a route in my neighborhood, mm-hmm. and I walk my dogs, and we go for a mile walk when the weather cooperate and stop being so damn raggedy because <laughs> this weekend it was like 70 something degrees now it's in the 50s i'm like wait what, what? Mm-hmm. anywho um so yeah in short you know just kind of check in with the goals um make sure you the people that you listed are still on board to keeping you accountable and holding each other accountable um yeah, in fact, I don't think Drill's even reposted or checked in on his Instagram story since we started because he'd just be like, hey, I'm just going to text it to you. Mm. <laughs> Wait, what's that? <laughs> so, for the people that story. don't know, there's a lovely share feature that you can do on Instagram in your stories, and you can mention people in your stories. Jarrell just be like, yeah, I don't know how to do this. No, I was good at that when I'm I was I'm a granddad. I'm a granddad. When, when I was doing the workouts, I was tagging everybody. And um, I started doing the workouts. So then Instagram kind of became something that I didn't like put a much effort into after that. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh-huh. how I say <laughs> But you can't say when I was, when I, when I went like those, that whole month, those like four or five weeks straight, I was, I was on my check-ins every night. This is the accountability part. <laughs> Damn it. But at one point I was good and then it went off. That's I just want to let you know at one point I was there. I was yeah. I was walking stride for stride with you. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Let's, let's see if we can get this walk in then. <laughs> let's see what happened, bruh. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, like I said, these times are definitely difficult. And we recognize that, you know, we are trying to be, you know, the best black ass versions of ourselves that we can right now. Um, it's hard. It's not going to be easy. 
But at the end of the day, we will get through all this nonsense and we will be better than yesterday. And yes, mm-hmm. again, Corona sucks, but Corona the beer has always sucked. So I can't expect something called Corona not to suck. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but we will get through it. And it's going to take literally a bunch of virtual handholding and checking in, texting each other, FaceTime appointments. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't feel as if it's still, we're still the age where you still shouldn't just pop up like, hey, what you doing? Because you might be doing something on your phone and you'd be in an uncompromising position. Like my sister thought I was using the bathroom when she FaceTimed me. <laughs> but I was actually watching the dogs. Okay. I was like, yes, I'm in the bathroom. Yes, I'm sitting down in the bathroom. But I'm sitting on the edge of the bathtub watching the dogs. <laughs> So, um, but yeah, so just make sure your ecosystems are definitely going to be your lifeline during this time. And a lot more people need you than they probably say. Um, this is not the time to be like, you're fine. Don't lie. Don't lie to me. I will find you and I will FaceTime you and I will check in with you to make sure you're okay. So, um, ask Jarrell, you know, uh, (laughs) I'd be guilt tripping. I'm like, why you ain't checking on me? I'm so emotional. <laughs> but um, but yeah, it's important to check in with your real. So, um, yeah. So, shout out to everybody that checked in for our hodgepodge this far. <laughs> you know, again, they they I I do strongly believe that a new normal is on the way. Mm-hmm. And we just need to adjust to it and figure out what's going to work best for us so we can maintain our mental fitness um, and go forward from that direction. So whew, that was a mouthful. Yeah. 47 episodes of this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so to wrap up, um, what are you looking forward to next when it comes to this podcast? I know that originally this year we're gonna actually get out, reach, and touch the people. Yeah, don't do so, that now because clearly, yeah, <laughs> we're gonna host like an entire like afternoon seminar. Um, that's something that I still want to do. Um, just reach the people, get out in the community, let people know who we are. For those that haven't heard of us or seen us yet. They'll be able to do that. That's that's something I was I still want to do. Once all this, once the new normal is defined, and if we can, I guess like operate within like that alignment, mm. that's gonna be something to, to plan for. You know, I think we still can because a lot of people are, you know, we we do our best to share a lot of the upcoming events um, that are going on socially. So uh, all the versus battles in the world. I can't mm-hmm. wait. I'm really excited. By the time we hear this episode, you probably going to be jamming out to Erica Badu and Jill Scott going at it. Mm-hmm. That should be amazing. <laughs> um, but a lot of these versus battles have been, literally been awesome, except for round one of Teddy Riley versus Babyface because <laughs> Teddy Riley got dialed up internet. I don't care what nobody say. <laughs> With that being said, um, but you know, there's a lot of great, you know, this is a good time to binge on some Netflix stuff. It's a good time to 
get your friend Hulu information because we all know we ain't got all these accounts, damn it. Um, you know, D- DJ D Nice is out here on the ones and twos, <laughs> like on a daily basis these days. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and people are getting even more so the there's a lot of different seminars and everything that are be hosted on Zoom or um or Instagram Live. I think we should definitely look at doing something like that. Um, and we just want to be able to connect with you guys, you know, just give you, you know, a break from society, if you will, but mm-hmm. also, you know, help you cope with just living because we know this shit hard. I get it, <laughs> but we will get through it in the timely matter. And you got friends that will help you get through that. So when we share it, we want to make sure that you guys get the information, but I do believe we'll be doing a virtual something real soon. We just ain't figured it out yet, but I promise as soon as that thing is ready, um, we'll let y'all tap in and come kick it with us for real, for real. So mm-hmm. with that being said, real got the longest hair in the world. I want y'all to know this. <laughs> catch up with me and I ain't gonna let it happen. Um, it ain't that long. <laughs> long hair don't care. No, I was. Yeah, I. Anyway, with that being said, you got anything before we turn your lights out, man? Uh, does everybody continue to be safe? Um, don't feel bad, I guess, for like how you said, like it's okay to go at your own pace during a pandemic. Um, this is not like the normal environment to where we will be working to like achieve greatness soon. So, you know, don't feel guilty for you know, not being aligned 100% of what you said previously before all this jumped off. So just continue to stay positive. Um, continue to, like Pac said, keep your head up. And, uh, yeah, we're going to make it, like Jadakiss said. <laughs> yeah, um, I echo all that. I'll also say that... This is a good time to follow your chef friends and pick up some <laughs> inspirations to make some new dough recipes. Um, mm-hmm. The one Instagram shout out I'm going to give is what's her? I think it's just at hot sauce. So okay. she's a chef on, on the Instagrams, if you will. I think, and I don't want to butcher her actual name. I think her name's Alex. But let me just double check so I don't lie to y'all because <laughs> I want to give her just due. Yes, it is Alex. And she has been posting some amazing recipes. Like I was looking at this where she had New Orleans style shrimp, crab, and chicken gumbo. And I was like, I don't even know how to make gumbo, but I'm going to try it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so make sure y'all tap in and follow her. Um, but if you got some chef friends, go get y'all some chef friends because chef friends can cook and they can teach you how to cook during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And Gordon Ramsay's amazing. Big up to him. It's raw. It's raw. <laughs> <laughs> what are you? What are you? <laughs> An idiot sandwich. Yes. <laughs> Dog. Yes, chef. <laughs> yes, chef. <laughs> Oh, uh, you're a donut. 
Anyway. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, so you can definitely tell I've been watching a lot of Hell's Kitchen and Gore Ramsey in general, so whatever. <laughs> but, yeah, pick up some recipes. This is a good time to pick your poison and not poison nobody. Learn how to cook for her during this time because ain't no fast food these days. Trust me. I tried to sucker my wife into getting Young Village. It ain't happening no time soon. Um, <laughs> you know, lean on your friends. Make sure you got friends. Uh, mm-hmm. Ever freight friend where your real friends at. Shout out to Drake. Shout out to the new album by Drake. New music is good, too. Um, what else? I got a lot. I don't want to ramble, though, because that's trash. Uh, I'm ultimately going to say love yourself. This is a good time to know exactly who yourself is and during a moment of a crisis. Um, they say in the eye of a tornado is the peace of mind that you want to have, basically. So um, I'm going to extend that to you to find your inner tornado, if you will, and find your happy space. Um, and if you need help doing that, we can help to extend resources. So make sure you check us out at <laughs> www.mentalmatterspot.com. Uh, your go-to resource about black men and the real discussions we're having about mental health, the culture, manhood, and all those things. Um, check out, we're on the interwebs all over, as well as on the Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Um, you can stream us on SoundCloud, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, mm-hmm. Google Podcasts, <laughs> and other really dope places to stream podcasts at. So, um, with that, we love you guys. Stay up, stay blessed, drink your water, wear a mask, and wash your damn hands because some people nasty. <laughs> not going front. And a big, huge shout out to all of our essential workers that are out here working around the clock so that we can have a normal as possible lifestyle. Um, mm-hmm. Grocery store workers, utility workers, healthcare providers, um, people in the hospitals, Security staff, police, EMS, uh, Big Gretch again. Shout out to Big Gretch. And um, <laughs> just any and everybody just doing their part by staying put, sitting in the house, because we can't forget those people are making most of this possible. So uh, with that, we love you guys. Stay up. Your mental does matter. And go get some jerk chicken because we'll love you for it. Hey, peace. <laughs> <laughs>